might have different categories than other people do when it comes to planning for your health, planning for your physical health. But that doesn't mean that you should give up. You might have extra expenses. You might have a more limited income. That doesn't mean that you should give up. Keep going. It's worth it in the end. Keep going and you'll get to financial security. You'll get to financial independence. You can find a way to make more money while keeping your energy intact. Welcome to Living a Budget. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I'm a financial and career coach at Saber Street. This podcast is for people who are hungry to get to financial independence and retiring early, which means getting out of debt, saving like it's second nature, and setting up your life to pay it forward. Living a budget is about so much more than just budgeting. We tackle the hard topics, all with the goal to have as much fun as possible while getting to financial independence and retiring early, whatever that looks like for you. I firmly believe you can have fun while getting to financial independence because I've done it myself and I know you can too. Let's get started. Welcome to Living a Budget episode 15 physical limits and how they affect your budget. I hope you guys had a fun Halloween and are gearing up for Thanksgiving. You know what? Because it is no spend November, a lot of people do that. I don't actually necessarily do that, but I was thinking about doing it this year just to see if I could continue to keep our food budget uh, between four and $500 every month under $500 for a family of four near Boston, Massachusetts. If you guys want to see see us do that out loud and do that kind of no spend November, no no frills challenge out loud, please just let me know. Drop a contact, you know, tell me at saverstreet.com. I have a contact me form down at the bottom. You can email me there and let me know. If two people ask me to do it out loud, then you'll see it all over our Instagram and our Facebook and, and whatnot. And then you'll you'll see if we're actually doing a no spend November and if we can actually keep our budgets, our food budget with inflation going wild this year, we'll see if we can keep our food budgets to between four and five hundred dollars. So just just let me know if you want to see me try to do that. I've done it before. And so I'm, I'm curious to see if I can do it again. So today we are, we're talking about something that's actually pretty personal to me, physical limits and how they affect your budgets. And I, I'm just going to start with a really personal story. So it's, it's just after Halloween and a couple of years ago, I was trick-or-treating with my kids. They were one and four years old at the time. And as you can imagine, one and four-year-olds the one-year-old in particular needed a lot of picking up and putting down and carrying and carrying their stuff and running after kids and emotions are super wild. You know, like the kid's excitement is high. They're hyper. They're running around in costumes going up and down stairs. And we have to interact with a bunch of people on a cold night, carrying stuff and carrying children. And I don't know if you know this about me, but I have a physical limitation. I call it with my joints. I can't twist well without them popping out of their sockets. Uh, and that, that includes, and that's like kind of painful. And it includes my, my knees are my number one thing, my hips, my ankles, my shoulders. I mean, you name it, it pops out of its socket. So Halloween and 
picking up kids and putting them down and carrying their stuff and going up and down stairs is hard for me. It's very hard. And the inflammation in my joints goes up and I've, I've tried to, I've gone to doctors and whatnot anyway. So there's, there's just a few things that I can do to keep it under control. And it puts limits on me for days and days afterward. And so if I have any episodes of inflammation, if I have anything that, that keeps me back and keeps me bound to a chair or to a bed, you bet your bottom that it affects my budget. You know, I, I can't get up and do the things that I want to do. I can't get up and do all of those physical things that you need to do, uh, that physical work to keep your budget under control. So what do you do? I mean, like if you're somebody with physical limits, you know that you look for convenience, you look for things that are easy, you look for things that are going to help you and not hurt you. You might have to spend money on on things that other people don't have to spend money on. And it affects your budget. It affects your finances. It affects your now and it affects your long term. You think about different things when you're planning. You think about healthcare costs and and how they're never really going to be all that low. You think about long-term care when you get to that age, 50, 55, you know, you really start to think about it. Are they going to even accept me with these issues? So when you have those physical limits and you're operating with those physical limits and I'll, uh, around one out of every three people in the United States ends up getting them at some point in their lives in, in the United States anyway. So this is not an uncommon situation. This is really common. Yes, two thirds of people are going to be healthy and fine until the end of their lives, but one third are not. So here's, here's really what I want to say. When you have physical limits of any kind, and I know it's not the word most people like to use, so forgive me. You know, if, if the word you use is disability, then it's a disability. I use physical limitations. That's just what I call it for me. So, you know, when you have physical limitations, it affects your income and it affects your spending. It affects your energy levels and your ability to do some tasks that other people take for granted and do every day. Cooking is one major expense and major limitation for people. When my energy is low and my body hurts, I need something low effort to cook. When I'm in my recovery days, I need to do something easy and energy giving. Emotions then, you know, when, when your body hurts, emotions take over. And you start, I, I've had days where I just sat down and cried because my body hurt so much. So it's, it's really easy to let emotions take over your spending decisions when you have those physical limitations and you can't do the same things that other people can do because of your body. So what do you do? What do you do? I'll tell you what I do and I'll tell you what I work through when I work with people who have this, have any sort of disability or any sort of limitations, because there are two different sides to this. There's the limitation in, in creating and maintaining an income. And then there's a limitation in what you spend and how much work you can actually do. So people tend to work to avoid spending money, right? So I'll give you, I'll give you a quick example. I can't get on my knees for very long 
and scrub and, and scrub the tub. I literally, I can't do it. Right. I, it, the last time I did it was a few years ago and it took me two, three days to recover from that activity from scrubbing my tub. So we decided as a family to hire a house cleaner and the house cleaner comes in and we do maintenance in between, but the house cleaner comes in once a month and scrubs those tubs like you wouldn't believe. So great. We, you know, we, we keep them clean. We do like little wipe downs in between, but her scrubbing, I can't do. So we hire someone for that. It affects our budget. Food. Food really affects our budget. Let me go through the ways, you know, the ways that I continue to live on a budget and plan for my different episodes. You know, I, I have a a deep freeze, you know, a a chest freezer down in the basement. And that is my trove of freezer meals or easy meals that need no, no fancy prep work, things that I've put together myself, things that I've bought from Costco on sale so that I can have meals on the table in like 10 or 15 minutes for everyone. It is less effort than ordering takeout. And when my emotions are high and I am feeling sorry for myself, I'm sorry, it does happen. You know, when my energy is low, my body hurts, my emotions are running rampant. Then I, I start to think, you know what? We should just get takeout Domino's around the corner. It's not that expensive anyway. And that is the exact thought that gets people right into credit card debt. So instead of ordering takeout, I tell myself, and it's really true that taking stuff out of the freezer and cooking it, however it cooks, usually it's the oven. I choose that option. If it's available, I choose the microwave. If it's available, that's less effort than ordering takeout. It's less time, it is less stress, it is less money, and it is less effort. So that's what we do. And it's a little bit healthier too, especially if I made it myself at some point. And that gets into my next thing that I do with food. I make enough. When I make food, I make a lot of food in the crock pot. It is super low effort. I'll make a bunch of hard boiled eggs in the, in the instant pot or, or on the stove, things like that. I will make enough for multiple, multiple meals, for repurposing leftovers for days. I literally make enough food to have leftovers and freeze two extra meals for when I'm feeling unwell. That is one huge thing we do. I will make pounds and pounds of pulled chicken, pounds and pounds of pulled pork. I will make meatball soups for days. And that's what we eat because I know I'm going to be low, low energy, probably multiple days during the week. So let's, let's just plan for it. Another thing we do whenever we go to Costco, we buy rotisserie chickens and we rely on those for that easy prep. It is, it is actually a lot of energy to go to Costco. So uh, the one time we went and they didn't have rotisserie chickens, I was like gutted. But when they have those rotisserie chickens, we get one, they're five bucks um, and they're huge. They're huge. There's so much meat on them. And we rely on them for easy prep. They're like three different meals for us as a family. So we'll take those. We'll get some of their bag salads. They'll have a bag salad for $5.99. That's usually three meals. And we will just have that chicken and salad. I'll make chicken salad out of the chicken. And uh, oftentimes I'll also make chicken stock out of the carcass. So Anyway, so I rely on those kind of easy prep, already created meals for days when I'm, I'm going to be drained. 
Another thing we do, and I, I didn't mean for this podcast to be like a list of things that I do, but hopefully this is helpful. We have the mantra that fed is best. So we don't worry about being ultra healthy all the time, but we also have easy, healthy options available to us. Tonight, I have some leftover oven cooked mushrooms, you know, some, some roasted mushrooms, garlic, olive oil, salt and pepper mushrooms. And I'm chopping those up where I'm going to put them in some eggs with a little bit, a little bit of cheese, some feta cheese. And we're going to have those egg sandwiches. That's what we're having for dinner, you know, with a little bit of that bag Costco salad. Voila. It is not a masterpiece, but we are fed. The holiday season is coming in fast. I love celebrating holidays with my friends and family, but it can get expensive in a hurry. If you're trying to keep the holidays frugal, but you don't want to sacrifice the amazing time you all can share together, then join me as we talk about how to keep holidays fun on a budget. We'll talk through holiday organization and prioritization, emotional spending and how to combat it, getting ahead of holiday expectations expectations with friends and family and staying on a holiday budget and being proud of it. You'll also get my holiday budget tracker that my husband and I use to stay organized and on the same page about our holiday spending. I am excited to see you on November 4th at 2 p.m. Eastern for this webinar, planning for a fun and frugal holiday season. The link is in this podcast description. I can't wait to see you there. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is if you're married to be supportive and to rely on each other. I really love my husband. I don't know if you know that about me. Um, I, I would hope you would, would assume that, but I really love my husband and, and he and I are open and honest when we talk. I mean, sometimes it's not even just talking. Sometimes he sees me curled up on the couch and totally sapped out, right? Just not able that that might be a new england term totally drained and he offers to make dinner usually i'll dictate what what we have and where he can find it from the other room but he makes it because i don't have the energy to do it so we we rely on each other and it's a funny thing when you love someone and you see them going through an emotional episode or their energy is unusually low or or something like that it, it, it's like it gives you energy to rise up and help them because you love them so much. So, so I'll just say one major thing that I do is I rely on my husband and he relies on me. So in a nutshell, when you have these physical limitations, it, it does affect your budget and you have to plan on them at times almost all the time, actually, you, it requires some forward thinking and planning. And that's why I have a, some different tools that I've made. When I had the energy, I made, I made meal plans for months and months, which you can find on my website on the downloads page, saverstreet.com, go to free stuff and downloads, and you can find my meal plans. They are still current. They're still active. I still use them. And they're easy, simple, really not gourmet meals. Sorry, guys. One of them is like tuna, tuna sandwiches, but they're pretty good. And they keep our family healthy and happy and eating fed is best. And they keep my energy where it needs to be. So when you have these physical limitations, I understand 
probably more than you know, how easy it is to give up, how easy it is to think, you know, I, I have this weight on me that other people don't have. I have this thing pulling me back. I have a disability. I have, I have something that other people don't have that they don't have to deal with. And it is ruining my budget. It is ruining my finances. It is ruining my energy. I understand how that feels and how easy it is to then give up. And I'm here to tell you, don't give up. You might have different categories than other people do when it comes to planning for your health, planning for your physical health. But that doesn't mean that you should give up. You might have extra expenses. You might have a more limited income. That doesn't mean that you should give up. Keep going. It's worth it in the end. Keep going and you'll get to financial security. You'll get to financial independence. You can find a way to make more money while keeping your energy intact. And and in my case, my joints from dislocating all the time. There are many, many jobs that I couldn't do. So I found a way to make money. And I know that to a lot of people, that sounds like my privilege talking, right? I found a way to make money. Well, great. Weren't you in a great financial position to begin with? No, you should hear my story. I literally lost my hair because I wasn't eating enough food because I didn't have the money for it. I lost my memory. I had to go to the doctor and figure out what, what was going on with my body because I didn't have the money to eat. And guess what? You lose your hair and you lose your memory if you're me and you're, and you're malnourished. So no, I didn't come from privilege. So if you have these physical limitations and you are working real hard to get out of it, one more thing I'll say, you might need a support system. Find a support system. If you believe in God like I do, go to a church. Find a support system to help you so you can talk about it, so you can brainstorm, so you can find other ideas. And if you need extra help, come talk to me. Book a consultation at saverstreet.com. But that's not what this podcast is for. I want you to know that there are many people who are struggling with this. Many people who, who are working hard and they don't have the same privileges. They don't have the same capabilities that other people do. And they're chugging along and they're going forward and they are, they are finding that their bodies and their physical limits are, are pulling them back. Don't let that stop you. Don't let one bad day, don't let a few bad days a week stop you from doing the things that will set you up for the rest of your life. Go at your own pace, take care of yourself, and keep moving forward. I know you can do it, even if it feels like one step forward, two steps back. There will be days where you will take one step forward and two steps back. There will also be days where you take three steps forward and no steps back. And in, and those are the days that we celebrate. So I want to let you know that I'm with you I'm cheering you on. I know you can get through this. And even if you have a condition like I do that is not ever going to get better, you can keep moving forward. That's it. 
That's the end of the podcast. I hope you liked it. And if you don't have physical limits and this doesn't apply to you, I hope you hear what I hope you hear what I said and you're out there helping people that do when they ask for it or when you see that they need it. Like my husband does for me. He when he whenever he sees that I need it, you know, he just does it. He volunteers and starts working. So, I hope I've helped you understand what some people are going through and how you can help. All right. I'll talk to you in another episode. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living a Budget. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street. And if you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saverstreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.